Welcome to Miss Gia Cyrus and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama sorrow cast. It's sure. A fan, it's a fan cast, and Riverdale's back. Riverdale's back. Um, this is an episode. Yeah, I mean, I guess we should say right up front. This episode, before we get into anything, this episode is just one big, like, in memoriam of Luke Perry. And... We're going to do goofs, because this is Riverdale, and they treated this as Riverdale treats. I'll, I'll say one thing. This is how Riverdale would do it. I am a little bit... I, there's disa- a, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm a little bit disappointed in myself, because I did watch... Um, I was a big fan of Glee. Yeah. And Corey Monteith died during the fil- filming of Glee. Yeah. So they did an In Memoriam episode for him, too. Yeah. And so I do kind of wish I had, like watch that episode before this just to have some some because what, what some I will, framing what I will say I guess uh talking about the episode here's the thing I did not write very many notes there no this, this episode has one plot line and it's very slow um and I typically have like three pages of notes and I have page and a half yeah yeah it it pretty much one thing happened and that thing keeps happening and there's not a lot, so uh, so I mean, we'll be a little, this episode might go short, or we might just linger for a while on things. But we could just begin by saying, Aaron, what, how did you feel about the episode? I was very, very sad. <laughs> it was a very sweet episode, and when Luke Perry passed away, yeah, I had a lot of feelings about it. Like I talked about it at work, I talked about it at school. Yeah. Um, we talked about it here because Luke Perry, from what I know, and we know people in the industry, apparently yeah. he is one of the genuinely was one of the genuinely nicest guys in the industry. Well, I think it's also something to say about some that that like we were actively watching something that he was in means that you have like it's it versus when you when you hear the like um I mean uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of a, think of a celebrity who died. Uh, I mean, a bunch of them, but some, but like, I'm, I'm gonna say like David Bowie. Like, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, there wasn't, wasn't a thing. I wasn't absorbing something that David Bowie was doing week to week to week. Although I do remember when Heath Ledger passed away, I was in theater school then. Yeah, and we spent our entire um, acting class the next day talking about him. Well, I think well, wasn't that's because I think he had something coming out. Essentially, people were used to hearing. About mm-hmm. like like he he was he not only was he actively in the mythos not the mythos the um, ethos of like what people were talking about he had as an actor he had something that was coming at that moment you essentially were going to see him because it was already a highly anticipated thing. Well, and the reason we actually spoke about him quite a bit is because his death was like notoriously a suicide. Everyone yeah. was pretty sure, and he had just done. Um, Batman. He, he, he did uh, the dark. He did the dark. Knight. The dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. And so we spent a lot of time talking about the danger of like falling into this method acting and the danger of like giving yourself over to a character and yeah. how to separate yourself from the darkness. So it was like directly applicable to what we were doing. Yeah. But I do want to say about Luke Perry is so we have a friend who doesn't like anyone. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. She does not like. It's a miracle she likes us. Yeah. And she met and interviewed Luke Perry. And, like, genuinely, she does not like most people. She does not like white men. She doesn't like people who have power in, like, the art sphere. Well, I mean, for, for, for better for, or for worse. It's, it's essentially what you're saying is that, like, everything that Luke Perry looks like from the outside should be something that... that she <laughs> dislikes. Yeah. And she thought he was genuinely amazing. 
So our goofs this episode should not be taking the slights against Luke Perry. He's great. <laughs> it's slights against how this episode is sort of like, the series has sort of dealt with it. Because what I'll say is that I don't, I did not like this episode. I liked, I thought it was sweet. I thought it was nice. I did not like it when you look at something from the context of an episode of a TV show. I wonder if... Like, I, I have nothing wrong with TV shows when a character who's in it has died sort of, like, referencing it or, play, or like, making a point of it. Because, I mean, Stargate did that um, in one of the films after a character died. They essentially, like, they informed that he's that Like, the character die, died in universe as well. And then, like, uh, it, was a, it was a sci-fi show, so, so a spaceship was named after him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... This entire episode devoted to this one thing, if you just look at it as, like, I guess, a story thing, there was no real character growth. There was, like, because everything that Archie goes through is stuff we already knew about him. Archie goes through the same journey he always goes through, (laughs) which is, I'm Archie. I'm not good enough, but I'll try (laughs) to be good enough. Yeah, yeah. You still go through things like that. And wasn't... It was very sweet. It was a lot of reflecting on. It was. It's. It's. For me, it feels weird to watch actors reflect on the character when they're also clearly reflecting on the actor, but they're saying fake things. Well, what I was going to muse on, yeah, is the Glee episode, which again I haven't seen for a long time, and they are very vague in the Glee episode about how um, Finn died. Corey Monteith died of a drug overdose. Yeah. And it's kind of alluded to in the Glee episode that it could have been something like that. Yeah. Um, And so I think all of the things the characters say in the Glee episode are very real. Like, they're very much things the actors would have said about Corey. Yeah. But I So the thing with Riverdale is characters die all the time. Yeah. Or they sort of die or they half die. Yeah. it, It was really... Man, I, I was going to say helpful, for, fortuitous that Luke Perry, that Fred Andrews was like a good character and like genuinely a nice character. Because if it, if it had been uh, uh, Mark Consuelas who died, like they could not do this episode for they, it. Would be this thing where it's like, oh, he was you know he was a difficult person and a bastard, but like like. But also, you don't really want to do that as the thing as for the tribute. For the tribute for the actor. So I don't. The thing is, I I just I don't like tribute episodes. Um, but then, by the same token, sorry, I'm doing no, no. another sidestep. Um, did you watch much much Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Uh, I mean, I think I've. I think in one way or the other, I've seen every single episode. So, think about episode. Season five, The Body. Yeah. Which is when Joyce dies of a brain aneurysm. Yes. Now, Christine Sutherland did not die. Yeah. But The Body is an episode about the death of a character and about a celebration of the life of an intrinsically good character, like the same type of figure Yeah, as Luke Perry Andrews. The difference thing for that is that the way that they pace it out in that episode, because I do remember that episode, because that's a very famous episode. And it's a very good episode. Very good episode. Um, is that that is, that episode is portrayed in a way where you can see that this is a this is put growth on the characters on the ones who still remain behind like like that's supposed to be like it's, it's Buffy's like big moment where she can't fight this this mm-hmm. is not something like she, she there's not something that she can like 
slayer her way through it. Like, you, like the entire scene where she goes there and she tries to do chest compressions and some like breaking ribs because she's so strong and mm-hmm. worried. Like there's a lot of stuff there that's about like character growth and development, and they could do that because the actress wasn't actually dead. They didn't have to worry about being like super offensive to her or anything like that. They could be like. You know, he like you know. Here's what was going on with this. Here are these like evolution of the character in this episode. I don't feel like there was any character evolution. It was all about and the things. This episode was essentially a funeral, and funerals are about or should be about like celebration of life of the person and remembrance of life of the person. But I don't think that translates into what you want from a TV show when they do when they do like. When they do a funeral of a character who is who this like this this was the purposeful point in this character's arc where this moment should happen. Well, I think this could have been an exploration of grief, except unfortunately, <laughs> Archie did this storyline last season. Yeah, that's that. Like it, it, it. Unfortunately, it does really feel like like I mean because it came out of nowhere because Luke Perry like suddenly passed away. They weren't planning this. Which makes me wish they didn't lean into it as hard as they lean into it. Like if 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 we're if we're uh, <laughs> sneezing, if we're sneezing, uh, if we're like eight years down the road, and I'm telling someone, oh yeah, go back and watch Riverdale. It got real weird in season seven when they all became robots. Uh, but if I was telling them someone to go back and watch things, I'd be like, you also could honestly skip over like the first episode of season one because it really is a meta thing it is about luke perry not so much about fred andrews the first episode of season four four season four um i was like yeah you couldn't skip over the pilot <laughs> no sorry I, I i was thinking first episode instead of just said it twice so first and then season one because really this, this episode is about luke perry it's not about fred andrews it's about luke perry so we have to do all, the pre- all this prefacing because we're going to make some goofs because there's some structural story problems in this episode. So what we're saying is that from this moment onward, it's all just going to be weird stuff. We are very respectful. And I will say, like, at this is not a spoiler. Yeah. At the end, when they did the flashbacks of, like, Luke Perry um, soundproofing the garage. Yes, shots of Luke Perry, essentially. When they did the flashbacks of Luke Perry being Luke Perry. I did have some feels. They put in one weird, one shot, which I would, don't think I entirely agree with, where it looks like him and Archie are scowling at each other, which I I bet in context made sense. But I wonder if just just because they could they couldn't find another like nice shot between like them two looking at each other in in because that'd be in the garage. They're just strong men with strong brows, and sometimes <laughs> it comes across a little bit wrong. Sometimes they scowl at each other. Uh, yeah, then, then it has. Yeah, it's we'll, we'll we'll get into this. We'll get into this episode now because, as I said, not a whole lot happens. It's mostly a big funeral. And but if hey, you want to watch some good episodes of TV, go watch The Body, Buffy the Vampire Slayer season I don't, five, I don't. and some numbers. I'm gonna say here's what I'm gonna here's something I do want to say. I think The Body would not work out of context of the rest of the show. I think this episode would still kind of work out of context. Oh no, absolutely if, not. Nothing makes sense. If you just took this episode and like this episode of Riverdale and was like, here's a short film about grief, you'd be like, I don't know who these people are, but I definitely get it. I would say I don't know why this girl is so mad about fireworks, and I don't know why there is a it, corpse, and I also don't know why this man feels like he does everything wrong. You should. You definitely need to start like about ten minutes in. But I mean, short films always are take shorthands with. Uh, I, I'm saying that this this episode does not fit into the larger context of things, but we do have to get started on it. Unless it does. 
<laughs> Maybe this informs everything that happens this season. I mean, Archie was already... You, we know Archie was already going to do all the other stuff we saw in the trailer. <laughs> he's going to make that it's, fight it's, club. It's just, it's just now he's going to be constantly referring to his dad's memory. Which he would have done anyway. Even though his dad was alive, he would have been like... Just without the word memory. I'll do it in, I'll do it in my dad's... Honor. Honor. <laughs> I can't be in his construction for business, some, but... For some reason, I like the image of him being on. Doing my dad's honor, and his mouth clearly says honor, <laughs> but then there's just like, man, I don't know, maybe Cole Sprouse is like, because they couldn't get um, KJ Abbott in the day, just saying, memory. Where's <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Sprouse? They're like, hey, we'll bring Dylan Sprouse in, he'll do some voiceover for KJ Appa. It's just Josie's voice from that one day she was on set. Oh, that's true. Spoiler. All right, hey, let's get into this, because this is Riverdale, Season 4, Episode 1, In Memoriam. We start out with so much instantaneous information. So here's a cool normal day, although Jughead now wears rings on his fingers. <laughs> and he is writing his book. Yes. See, it has been a quiet few months since okay, the mass murder. He says attempt. it's been months, but I think it's been one month, and that month is June. I don't think the last one ended in August. I thought they were still in school. So the wait, one no, month wait. is June. Wait. Because this episode starts on July 4th. This episode starts on July 4th. No, I mm, I don't the think the one month was June. No, I don't think I don't think last season ended in August, did it? Last season ended in May. Okay. May, June, July, August. Oh yeah, I'm so it's just when months are. Do you oh, know what geez. July is? Yeah, sorry. July. It's been yeah, it's been it's July 4th. I mean, it's just are before July 4th. Of September? No, for some reason, I was putting August at the beginning of the summer. The summer for I I don't know what it is because I think of June and July as the summer months. When you play a bunch of video games, they very arbitrarily put like these are summer, this is winter. August is definitely summer. I agree. I'm not disagreeing with you. I like I'm how just twice saying, I was like it's July Fourth, and you were like, but the uh, season didn't end in August. Yeah, I mean, for some reason I was putting August at the beginning of the of summer. I don't know what to tell you because I mean, well, I think. I think it's because August is what I think of when I think of summer. So I put it at the beginning. I'm like, no, August is the first thing of summer. August is the end of summer. August is the end of summer. It is the end of summer. It has been one month, yeah. but everything's cool. Kevin and his dad go for a jog because no one remembers the cult that was in town. Did no one ask? <sighs> That's that, okay. This is so. Not to get back into it. This is also my problem with this episode is that we ended last season on such like a oh man, Kevin's comatose and uh, Alice is gone and all these things are happening. Was and Kevin comatose? He, remember he was he was sitting with like shake like going back and forth and he was like they're oh, gone because everyone left. They're That's gone. Right. And the last time we saw him, he was still like distant. He wasn't comatose, but he was like. Well, I have a question for you because this will come up real soon. I thought that Reggie and Veronica were a couple. And then Archie showed up and he was like, hello. And Veronica was like, no, Reggie got here first. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't remember. Oh, man. <laughs> also, D&G is no longer a thing. It's an urban legend. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been one month. It's now an urban legend. <laughs> and now it's July 4th. 
and in the sheriff's office some random adults do a vote <laughs> all vote on having on actually having a fourth of july parade because apparently they haven't had it for the entire run of the series so i have a question if uh jason blossom disappeared on july 4th which is what we're led to believe we haven't gone there yet Aaron. with cheryl blossom <laughs> why didn't they have a parade on the one that he disappeared they did have a parade on the one remember that's why no, there's fireworks they said, they said there's not been three years i know they're wrong great they're they're 100 percent wrong because there were fireworks that was the crux of the beginning of that season <laughs> we have fireworks and gunshots there are fireworks and gunshots which means i mean so this is well this would be this one that means it would not have one in season three which would have been one year season two. two no season two would have been one year season three would have been two years so for the first time in three years i guess <laughs> this no this this would have been if they did not do this one this would have been the third year so they're just talking about time differently than well, we and, would wait was, was really each season a year i don't think that was true no because they weren't freshmen in the first season they were sophomores they were 15 there's no way that Archie and Reggie were freshmen. No, no, I agree because I also like I also I thought that because we had winter in season one, like season one, I think was a full year. But I thought season two and season three were essentially the same year. Like season two was the summer. No, season three started in September when they were juniors. Because season... he was arrested at the end of season two, which so... was the end of their sophomore year. Right. So season so season one and season two was one year. Yes. Come on, people. Just get it's not so hard. You you wrote the episode. Just Riverdale, figure, we just did this in like one and a half minutes. Just figure out your timelines. It's not been three years. I'm I, sorry, I was just because I was trying to figure out you're right. When did Archie and Veronica get back together? They had sex in the sex dungeon. When? Right? No. What, right before they did the test. Yeah. They did they had sex in the sex no, dungeon no, you before a test. No, no, you're no, you're you know, you're right. I'm thinking of earlier. No, before the test, like before the thing that Penelope put them through. Remember the whole remember that thing had a whole bunch of trials they had to do? Veronica had to spin the bottle. No, I do remember that, but was that before or after Archie ran to Veronica's house and Veronica was like, Reggie got here first. There's I'm just describing the season three finale. And so what, okay, in, so when did Veronica and Reggie break up? Is my new question. What what I what I remember happened is there's one time as they were walking through the forest in the season three finale where Archie's like you know moping and Veronica's like nothing happened with me and Reggie. You're correct, she, but I actually but I actually love you, Archie. But then when did that, Reggie and Veronica break up? And why is he so cool in this episode? Because no, remember what happened is that they broke up and then she tried to get back with him. And he was like, no. And then she's, then he helped her. And then, yeah. the, and then he tried to go back with her. But then she was like, no. Because she told Reggie. Reggie said, will you be with me? And well, I said yes. So when did she break up with Reggie? Uh, I, it, it was sometime last season. Like, no, it wasn't because this was the season pen ultimate episode. Wh- what and do you then mean, during what, what do you mean season pen ultimate episode? The second last episode of the season. Yeah, but which that that was not the trial one. I know the trial one was the final episode. Okay. <laughs> she did not break up with Reggie after the second last episode. She didn't have sex with Reggie, but she was with him. 
He said, I love you. I want to be with you. And she didn't say no. Yeah, no, yeah. We 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 talked about that last time that it's there's definitely like So she still to this day has not broken up with Reggie, but is now dating Archie. I I I no because her and Reggie never got back together yes, again. Yes, they did. They did not. Yes, they did. Just because they didn't have sex doesn't mean they're not a couple. No, what no what I'm saying is that the entire talk in the we we talked about this last year because it was because it was insane as well. Cuz what happens is that at after the whole like um, was it like like weird like like taking bets thing and Showtime stuff and the mm-hmm. feds raiding Bon Bon Nui? Mm-hmm. Um, they did all that stuff and then mm-hmm. then Archie ghost of Veronica's mm-hmm. Reggie and Reggie and her are there. Yes, <laughs> and then Reggie or Archie tries to say I love you and Veronica says Reggie got here first. He says that he's into me. I didn't say no. Yes, and then next episode, yeah. they essentially have the forest adventure together, where yes. she's like, where 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 Veronica goes. No, Archie, I no. nothing happened. Yes, she does. She, she, does. she, Ke- she Kevin, says, "Kevin, you're not listening to me. Ooh. I am not disagreeing with you." <laughs> yeah. She does say that. However, nothing in what she says. All she says to Archie is, "I didn't sleep with Reggie." Yeah, and I love you, Archie. But she did not break up with Reggie. It's been a She <laughs> got together with Reggie in that pen ultimate episode. No, I agree. Then then she got with Archie in the last one and I guess at some point they broke up. And the point I'm making is that this has been a month and Reggie is very 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 cool with them and that is irrational. Aaron, I agree. This episode's non-canon. No, but you were fighting with me about how she did break up with Reggie because it was never a no, thing. Well, no, but she did break up with Reggie. Just no, she did Just because we didn't see it on screen does it, not mean it didn't happen. It is not explicitly stated at any point that she broke up with him. What do you think happened then? I think she's just dating Archie. <laughs> you think at no point have they ever had a conversation no. with each other? Are you aware of who Veronica is as a character? Well, no, I, I agree. Certainly that- she had no conversation with Reggie and Reggie should be mad and hurt. I mean, yes, I agree. This is all terrible, but I but I don't understand. I'm confused. I we need my to move on. My question was just when did these things happen? In that the was last, my only question. In the last month. The problem is with you guys when you go from season to season, they just choose thing where where the state yeah, is. But normal TV shows and normal Riverdale has repercussions of things that happen between episodes. I'm sure we're going to see those repercussions next episode. I told you I don't like this episode. The characters don't act like they're characters. I'm going to give you a bet, and the reward of that bet is some McDonald's fries because those are the best fries. No, nope, I think I think Reggie is going to, is going to be uppity at uh, at uh, Archie and Veronica, and we're going to forget that in this episode he was super best friends with them. Okay, so if there's repercussions, I will buy you fries. But if there are no re- <laughs> repercussions, you are buying me fries. I don't know why this is confusing. Ah. <laughs> uh. My thing is the show has forgotten what its thing is. <laughs> I but here's the weird thing. I but if the opposite doesn't happen, I would not be surprised either. Well, it's wrong if the opposite 
Well, you know, I don't understand. Why are you betting against the show having repercussions? I'm saying there'll be repercussions. You're saying there'll be none. But you want repercussions, and I don't want repercussions. Yeah, I want repercussions, <laughs> but I don't think the show's going to give them to me. We should not be betting against what we actually want, because I don't think there's repercussions, because I think they think they have whatever their breakup conversation you is tr- in the break. You tried to argue with me that there will be repercussions, because blah, 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 the show's going to be good. No, I don't think that <laughs> the show's going to be good. You have somehow confused my own logic back at me. I think they had this conversation during the break at some time, and I don't care enough. They they decide to do one random drama thing of being, oh, Reggie got here first, because Veronica forgets about Archie when he's not around. And then they're like, in the last episode, like, no, now they're back together again. Who cares? No one cares. Yes, I want it to be a good show, and it's not going to be one. But <laughs> So when I'm wrong about it being a good show, I will buy you fries. But I don't want it to be a good show. No, you want it to be a good show. I don't want it to be a good no. show. <laughs> I just said I want it to be a good show. I don't think it's going to be a good but show. That's, but, but you're betting that it won't be a good show. Yes. And somehow I'm betting that it will be a good show, despite the fact that I don't think it'll be a good show. And you... You started this argument. None of this makes any sense. Anyway, the important fallout of this vote in the sheriff's office is the Blossoms are poor or angry, unclear, but they it, will not pay for fireworks. Um, No, well, no, because the entire vote happening was because apparently they had not had it for a number of a time happened where there was no for the third fourth of july because the blossoms were the ones who did pay for the fire or they sponsored it That's no it no was. the blossoms what they said in the episode <laughs> is this year they are doing a parade however it will still be sad because the blossoms will not pay for the fireworks which is what they always paid for no they, they weren't gonna have a parade at all they they have not had a, they have not had a fourth of july parade <sighs> I wrote this down because it's so insane. I agree with you. They've not had a parade. However, even this year, there will be no fireworks display because that's what the Blossoms pay for and the city can't pay for that. Yeah. So Which we, is why so, later so in the just, episode so just, when Cheryl pays for fireworks, it's meaningful. So just to be clear, you think that you think that Cheryl's problem is they're having fireworks not the parade in general. I didn't say that. Cheryl's mad that they're celebrating. However, they cannot afford to have the fireworks without the blossoms. No, no, no I understand that, but... but They explicitly say that in the episode. <laughs> Why are you fighting me about this? Because you're wrong! No, 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 no. He's like, you are, not, you, are, you are not wrong. You're right. You are not wrong. They do not have enough money to do the fireworks. I am 100% correct. <laughs> no, you are correct. <laughs> What is happening, Aaron? What is happening to us? We haven't done Riverdale in so long. I don't understand why you're fighting me about simple I'm, things no, I'm, I'm saying. Not, no, I'm not, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to fight you. I don't remember where we've even come from now. What is happening? All I said was the Blossoms wouldn't pay for the fireworks because they're poor or angry. <laughs> no, no, they, which, is, which is true, but like, I think, what? Wait, what? That's is, that's that can't be what you said. <laughs> it's a hundred percent what I said. I don't think. I don't know what you said. Okay, look, everybody. This there's so little in this episode. There's so little, and it's I'm losing my mind. We haven't done Riverdale in so long, and this show is so complex with its nonsense. Oh my god. <laughs> So, anyway, Jughead wrote some sort of short story, and Betty's very proud of it. Yeah, there's some sort of content he's going to send into. Then Cheryl gets a newspaper that's like, there's going to be a parade this year. And she makes her upset. 
well, okay, you're missing a lot of stuff. Like what? Which is mostly that Cheryl finds out about the parade when she's reading right. the no- newspaper to her corpse brother. Right. Cheryl has her corpse brother. That will not be addressed in this episode. Um, she does, however... <laughs> She does. Was going to read. She's in the paper that Fourth that the Fourth of July parade is in fact going to happen. And the reason that the parade is going to happen is because Pops is the number one sponsor, which is just Veronica, really. Which we find out when Veronica and Archie have sex, and we already talked about this, so we're not going down this hole. So here's a cute scene where our teens do some sexy float building. And when I say sexy, I mean Veronica's wearing a skirt. Archie's not wearing a shirt. There's at least least two low shots of Archie standing in the sun, glistening off of him. Jughead is uh, fully clothed because Cole Sprouse don't need that sexy life. He's sexy enough with his spirit. He's got got his own stuff going on. And then Cheryl comes charging in. Furious. She's furious that how dare these people sell have a 4th of July parade. Don't you know the 4th of July is a sad time because... You know, this day that her brother faked his death and it turns out several days later he was actually murdered. She, she does seem to imply that this is the day that, like, that, the that you know, the bats have happened on. Which is not. This is the day they planned to fake his death and then he was murdered a couple weeks later. After being kidnapped <laughs> by his dad. By his dad. And even, even if it was, like, even if this was the day that he that he died on, Cheryl, you can't control the entire town. Shut up. Your mom's a serial killer. Everyone knows. Guess what? Major holidays still remain. Major holidays. There's there's no reason anyone in this town should, like, if, 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 if it shows Cheryl Blossom having any sort of, like, control over this town at all, like, other than, like, Tony, then... That makes no sense. Her mom is proven to be a serial killer. And she doesn't even have money anymore because from where? Yeah, like... I know The maple they, syrup and the drugs are gone. I'm not saying they have to actively hate Cheryl Blossom because you don't need to. But if she's trying to be like, yes, the Blossoms are great. Like, no, you mean your family that were drug dealers and murderers? Get out of here. So a segue from this Cheryl nonsense is our cute heroes uh, have some cute breakfast in the diner. And I got very distracted by the fact that Betty has like a breakfast parfait, but also a breakfast. <laughs> and while oh, I, I didn't dis- notice that. <laughs> and while I was distracted by this, uh, the kids are talking about maybe going camping. But Archie which, gets which I call. think is foreshadowing to the end of last season. Although maybe we're just though, though once, tricked. Once again, this is clearly not that camping trip. Though they never go on a camping trip, so. Because Archie gets a phone call. And that phone call is from his dad's cell phone. Uh, yes. Which is, it's the phone call. It's the, uh, I guess your dad is dead phone call. And I don't he, know why he's getting called from his dad's phone. My guess is whoever took his dad's phone after his dad was killed um, just called the last number that he had called. Yes, it makes sense. Yeah. And, and then the person said, Dad? And of course, Luke Perry keeps his phone unlocked because he's the most trustworthy person ever. It's like, oh, there's no way he has a passcode. What if someone needs to get onto my phone and I'm not around? Or some police officer took his corpse and pressed his thumbprint to his phone. <laughs> oh, they did the face scan thing. Who knows? All right. Um, well... So, Fred Andrews is dead. Credits. Credits. 
Uh, and Vegas then, is hanging out by the door, whining. Oh yeah, they they do want to put in as many like gut punch moments as they can. Uh, followed by uh, good old FP having to describe how Luke Perry died. And if you're wondering, hey, are they just going to let like Luke Perry just softly, essentially like float away, then have everyone remember his like you know the life and times of Luke Fred Perry Andrews, Luke Andrews. No, Luke Perry Andrews is going as a hero into this good night, not softly. It, so it, he was driving home from Cherry Creek, and he saw a car, and that car was off on the side of the road because it needed help. So he pulled over, and no, he was not murdered by that person. He was helping that person, and then another car came along, and that car hit him. Yes, and not only that, that, they, that car kept driving. It was a hit and run. It's just a sequence of just like, oh, let's just pile more and more and more stuff onto this. So Archie would like some vengeance. <laughs> oh, you can tell it right now, even though FP is like, no, Archie, you can't. Not until the second act. But first, here's a scene with a <laughs> Which I presume, lawyer? I presume some, some funeral woman um, who will be at the funeral as well, which for some reason I thought was the weirdest part, that this woman who they're talking to, I was trying to get, like, the body from, is clearly, like, yeah. somehow connected to the whole funeral service. So this woman asks what Luke Perry Andrews' wishes were, and Molly Ringwald Andrews says, very much a funeral, and she says, cool, we gotta get the body back from Cherry Creek, and that's gonna cost $9,000. And Veronica's like, I will pay that $9,000. Oh yeah, the lodges are, Veronica specifically, being the only lodge who's not in jail, is rich again. But, unfortunately, the body can't come back until July 5th, because it's a holiday, (laughs) or tomorrow's a holiday, unclear. Yeah, it it it, it, it was unclear until, man, right at the end, what day this is in relation to July 4th. But the body can't come back until July 5th, and because the body can't come back until July 5th, they can't have the funeral until July 6th. With me, that body is going to be real smelly. <laughs> well, I mean, the, we learn later at a funeral home, so I guess they're going, they're embalming it there. Yeah, but funerals typically move, like, V quickly. Yeah. Uh, so the the we spend a little time with the kids reflecting on the kids being all the young actors, even uh, Reggie, even Reggie. Uh, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen there? Reflecting on Luke Perry slash Fred Andrews. He once built them all a treehouse, and this one time there was like a family picnic, and for some reason Betty's murderer father was not there. So Luke Perry Andrews did the sack race with her. And this one time, many times, Jughead's dad was drunk, so Luke Perry made sure that Jughead had food. Before he fired him. And also, he helped Kevin build all the sets for the musicals. Oh, also Kevin's here. Also, he taught Archie everything. Everything. Also... The Andrews house is like a gorgeous walkout from the back. Yeah, we've never seen the back of this house before. It's the back of the, the backyard of this house is great. They showed a lot in this episode, which makes me think, why did why didn't we see this in any other episodes? This is like a great setting for people to just like sit and like talk. Well, they no longer have the Jughead trailer, so now they have money for the back of the Andrews house. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh then we cut forward and Archie is lying in bed with he Veronica. cannot sleep, though Veronica is very asleep, because there's a light outside his room. Yes, there's some sort of light, which he walks past, and then there's... His ghost grandfather. Artie! Artie Andrews! 
And he's like, hello, ghost grandpa. Should not my father be with you? <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to be with you. What? <laughs> and then ghost grandpa is like, Archie, you have to get him. If if it wasn't if it wasn't the fact that we knew that this was because of Luke Perry's death, I would be like, is Fred Andrew still alive? What? Yeah, they did a weird way. Because <laughs> Archie goes around the corner and every single cast member is just sitting at a table, In- just waiting, staring at him. Including Jason. Yeah, I don't know why. I guess, he, oh man, Archie's and weird. All the characters are dressed in black. Except for Jason. Who's wearing white. You know, the white clothes he died in. I imagine it's because Archie has never seen Jason in black and he's like, oh, Jason only wears white. Clearly. Oh. Uh, and then, yeah, then they say, oh, you were supposed to bring him. Which, of course, means that Archie's like, oh, my God. I have to go get my dad. So, uh, Archie calls his good, good friend Reggie, <laughs> who brings him a hearse. <laughs> good old no hard feelings Reggie. Whose dad's car business has had a hearse for two years. <laughs> it's been the law for two years. No one wants to buy it. Because it's a hearse. <laughs> it's not even a car that looks like a hearse. It is a hearse. So Archie and Jughead. Oh, by the way, this this, this this has probably been about thirty minutes since he's had that nightmare. Oh yeah, he got all his friends together. They keep on. They've done this thing a couple of times now with Archie, where they're like giving Archie pseudo psychic powers, where like he has like these 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 dreams of what his destiny should be. I mean, to be fair, that mostly happens when he's half dying. I I maybe he's half dying. Maybe he's half <laughs> maybe dying. Maybe he's dying. Maybe um, he's been attacked by a bear. I'm I, I yeah. Earlier, Jughead says that Archie's been attacked by a bear a few times, and I know that's probably a joke, but I like to imagine this in these last couple of months that bear has come back. Well, he did also get attacked by that man-bear during the trials. It's true. He's got attacked by a bear, by a man-bear, and the bear seeking vengeance. So many bears. <laughs> oh, it's the same bear who came back to get me again. So all of our characters go to Cherry Creek, except for Reggie, who I guess just brought them a hearse and then walked home. <laughs> Maybe he is like, no, this seems really awkward because uh, we still haven't broken up yet, so... All right, I'm going to be on my way. <laughs> I don't feel like this is a good time to bring it up, though, considering the death of your father. I hope they dropped him off. Unclear. <laughs> nah, I, th- I think I'm, I think Reggie's just got to get dunked on this entire season. So I don't know how far along, how far away Cherry Creek is, but it's now daylight. They drove all through the night. And Archie goes to a police station. And he's got some questions about if the killer has been caught and I also don't... where his dad's truck is. Yeah, I thought the police, I thought the body would also be at the police station. But apparently off in the background, Veronica's having a phone call because she set up with the funeral home, a funeral home to get the body. By the way, this has been under 12 hours. You do keep saying this, not on the episode, just yeah. like in real life. But I don't think it can no. have been 12 hours because it has to have been afternoon when he got the phone call. Yes, and this is the next morning. Yeah. So I guess I guess sorry, not 12 hours. Tw- it's under 24 hours. Yeah. 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 Uh cuz yeah, cuz he got the call in the afternoon, probably like so, which means that, like the hit actually happened like just afternoon um and then then everything else happened that night cuz when they go here the police officer says, "Oh yeah, yesterday." But I mean, I think this is a normal time frame for death no no no, no no i'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm not saying it is. i'm just saying that like it's it's just 
things happen fast. They're, they're, they're going real fast. Anyway, Archie has to go to the funeral home, A, to get his dad's body, but also to get the keys for his dad's truck, which are with the rest of his his personal belongings. It is weird that this is maybe July 4th, and the funeral director is there. That, that, that is the thing that makes me all weirded out by this, is like the fact that if... If we look at the time as it is, this all this stuff is happening on July 4th. But you know what? It's a small town, and Veronica has a lot of money. So who knows what she's throwing around? <laughs> yeah, who knows what's happening there? Uh, when they get to the funeral home, uh, Archie can't get his dad's body because they are a bunch of kids who ro- who rolled up to the funeral home being like, Hey, give me, give me that body. Yeah. I mean, that's not how it's played. But then it turns out it is, in fact, because he is... <laughs> not quite 18 yet. Well, I mean, and also, I'm I'm going to assume he showed ID. I'm going to assume that at some point off screen, he showed some sort of proof of proof of like hit because the only one who 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 we knows who it is 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 Veronica Lodge, who is not Fred Anschutz's. Well, relation. I will say I don't think they are checking his ID. I think the only thing they're concerned about is it will take two to three hours uh, to get things going, and also someone needs to see the body. <laughs> But Archie is not ready for him to be that someone, so he sends in Betty and Veronica. I, they don't need someone to check the body. Archie insists to check the body. It's very unclear. <laughs> no, he's like, it's going to take two or three hours, so if you want, you can come back at noon. And Archie's like, can I see him now? Never mind. But then it's... And then he... <laughs> they, they do make him be identified, so... No, I think that's just something that Archie... Archie needed for him. Like, he apparently did not believe. I mean, have you seen the show? I think that's a reasonable assumption. <laughs> okay, so you tell me that, that essentially Archie was just like, look, I know how the show goes. I need to make sure that's not like Jason Blossom in there or something. Yes. <laughs> how many dead bodies have been Chick or Charles? <laughs> it's, it's Charles again. Charles has been dead twice ima- chick has been dead numerous times ima- and neither of them are dead at all the, ima- the amount of times we have to go in there and see the see that it's clearly not that body uh yeah so Archie just wants to make doubly sure i suppose but meanwhile he also wants to ask jughead to write the obituary which considering no one works at the newspaper anymore is a valid thing to want i really he's asking jughead to break into the register so they'll print so they'll print another paper because they don't print papers they only print that one that told them about the uh the, the but the um what do you call it the the fourth drive raid yes yeah. Yeah. this is very unclear because the only people who worked there were Alice and and, uh, and Alice is Hal Alice is vanished Hal is dead and then the other person who worked there was uh, Hiram and him also in jail so <laughs> well, he owned it I don't think he worked there but he fired Alice and Hal so. yeah he, yeah he owned it. Who did the newspaper, Kevin? Aaron, no one. No one does the newspaper. <laughs> no one knows. Aaron, it's like some sort of like urban mystery. No one knows how the newspaper got there. No one will ever know how the newspaper got there. I know. The answer is Hiram. <laughs> he was printing newspapers and fighting boys. Hiram, through all his evil deeds, was like, well, there's one thing we got to make sure is there. He puts on a newsboy cap. The newspapers go where they need to go. <laughs> it's like, I like to imagine him, like, late at night at, like, a very old printing press, just, like, pressing the paper. Then he gets out in the morning and throws the paper at people's doors. Why is he all the parts of the newspaper? Who else would do it, Aaron? 
boys. <laughs> no, he fights boys. He can't hire boys. All he does is fight boys. Sometimes he hires boys. No, he only hires boys to fight other boys. Maybe they fight each other for newspaper industry <laughs> areas. So you're saying that he just essentially wants to recreate newsies. That's not what Newsies is about. Well, he wants um, um, he wants the boys to fight each other for you know the good roots, the good papes. That's not what Newsies. He is wants about. no, no. He Aaron, he did not watch the entirety of Newsies. He watched the beginning of Newsies. Thought that's great, and then shut it off. So he watched one. He watched carrying the banner, and then shut it off. But carrying the banner is not about fighting for areas. <laughs> he doesn't get movies, Aaron. So anyway, Tony and Cheryl go to visit, visit Molly Ringwald Andrews, and they're very, very sad. And then Cheryl would like to do something for Molly Ringwald, because she knows how sorrow is. And all I could have was like, man, this is, there's no way this is going to be something normal. This is definitely going to be weird. And it's much less weird than it could be, <laughs> but we'll get there. It's, it's, it's a little bit weird, but not with anything that Cheryl is doing. Yeah, it's not nearly weird enough. <laughs> but it definitely is weird. So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. So this week, what made you happy? Riverdale. Just that? It was weird. I'm glad it's back. Kevin, what made you happy this week? Uh, I mean, I guess something also also weird. Anybody who like knows me talking, I like I like de- I like Dark Souls a whole lot. Uh, I like Bloodborne and stuff. A uh, new game came out called Code Vein, which is just Dark Souls that it's an anime and it's super anime. Is it the thing you were tweeting about where people shout their powers and or names? Anime is the thing where the thing that people shout they don't shout their powers and their the name of their special abilities in in that game. I kind of wish that they did uh, because that is my favorite thing that people do in anime or any cartoon when they shout the name of their powers because it makes it very easy for me to understand what they're doing. Sometimes they kind of do that in Riverdale. (laughs) (laughs) Please go on. (laughs) Archie. Heart. <laughs> she just shouts heart as he punches people. You only think his special power is heart. <laughs> what do you think his special power is? Punch. It's clearly heart. <laughs> they clearly keep call- telling us it's heart, but it's clearly punching. Well, we'll see. It's, well, I mean, his special ability is the, is, is this his prophetic dream to tell him what he must do. But he never shouts that. <laughs> no, it's to be very wordy. <laughs> Oh, man. (sighs) All right. Let's get back into it. Archie is sad at his dad's truck. He sits in it. He looks at some chewing tobacco. He looks at a photo of himself and his mom that is tucked into his dad's registration. Yeah. Slash insurance. Once again, just a lot of sad things happening. And then he looks in the rearview mirror and a woman pulls up. And that woman (laughs) is Shannon Doherty. Yep. From 90210. Yep, I guess it's a reference to Luke Perry. So there's a thing that ABC did this this year, this week on TV, where almost all of their TV shows had guest stars from old sitcoms. All right. Or old TV shows. So like Grey's Anatomy had the girls from Charmed, also Shannon Doherty, but she was not on that episode because she was doing this, I guess. Yeah. Um, The Goldbergs had the people from Cheers. Um, American Housewife had the people from Drew Carey show. Okay. 
So I think this no. is like a weird nod to that. I think it's more of a nod to the fact that Luke Perry and her were on a TV show for a long time together. Could be both. I don't I I I don't think it's a nod to the fact that a separate TV station did I I I think this is just in honor of Luke Perry. So anyway, while Luke Perry was fixing her car, he just kept talking about how good Archie was. Oh yeah, she she's like, he's like, oh, you're his son, Archie. He's like, how do you know my name? He's like, oh, your dad told me. I'm like, of course he did. Of course, in the moments before his death, Fred Andrews, as he was fixing this woman's car, which is like, oh, you know, my son, my son's such a boy. He got he got attacked by a bear. <laughs> I mean, you're making a lot of jokes about this, but have you watched this TV show? All Luke Perry Andrews talks about is Archie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, yeah, but that's still that's still funny. Like, if someone stopped to help me, then all they and especially if you imagine what he would say, I'm imagining that he is explaining the first three seasons of Riverdale. You know, you see, he was just like a he was a boy who was going to school, and uh, then there was you know a murder that happened, and then he uh, he wasn't really involved with that murder that was happening, but he was really scared about going on stage. And then he was able to go on stage finally. And then I think at that point he got involved with the murder mystery. That was an unrelated thing. I should probably explain that as well. You see, there's Cheryl Blossom and Jay's. I like to imagine that he was just explaining the first three seasons of Riverdale. Meanwhile, while he was fixing the car, Shannon Doherty was standing in the middle of the road. And then a car sped towards her, and she was very, very scared. So Luke Perry Andrews did what only an Andrews man can do, and jumped in front of her, saving her life, but sacrificing his own. Well, he, he pushed her out of the way. Which is... Very on brand yeah. for these Andrews men. Yeah. I, I would not say that if a car is coming, if a car is coming at someone, don't just jump in front of the car because then you'll just both get hit. Oh uh, no, he did a jump shove, which is one hundred percent what Archie would do. What what something that sort of bugged me about this uh, this scene specifically is the fact that like I kind of wish they chose a different set because that road looks so like. Like, because she keeps on explaining, like, oh, cars are just whipping by and no one was helping, which makes it feel like that should have been a busier road. Though, considering what we learned later, I think it... Because it, I, I, it, it would make no sense why someone would get hit on that road. I'm actually okay with it, because it looked like the type of highway where people speed on it a lot. But it also was a very, very... St- like, you could see cars for, like, kilometers in each direction. I yeah, will yeah. say, because of what we learned later, it makes a lot more sense. I was fine with it all along because it seems like the type of long, straight, flat road where people speed a lot. Where the speed limit is like 80 kilometers an hour and people drive like 120 because it's long and flat and straight. Yeah, no, I mean... And for Americans, I don't know what that translates to. Have fun. Well, they have a nice little prayer there at the side of the road, uh, which leads into a lunch. And then Archie gets some information. Turns out that uh, the guy who hit Luke Perry Andrews, and Archie reflects on this a lot, that he thought it was senseless, not heroic. The man who hit Luke Perry Andrews turned himself in, but he made bail ASAP, and Archie is uh, filled with rage about that. Archie's filled with rage. FB gives him all the information on this man. And Archie finds the one payphone booth in all of the states. <laughs> in the world. That still has a yellow pages in it. <laughs> I mean, white pages, because that's where people's phone numbers are. Yeah, yeah. And find, was it George? Uh, Anderson? No, no, no. George it, Alexander. It was like two no, first no, no, names. It, no, no. It, the, it was like, it, it was a very Roman last name, because the entire thing was like, like I'm like, who, who, what's the chance that you find George that? Like, I guess they gave him a name that's kind of... A uncommon one. Anyway, he finds the address. 
and off he goes for justice and in Archie because he's a boy. His form of justice is shoving and wall punching. And what were you doing? Were you texting? Were you drunk? What were you doing? He he does explain all the things that could have someone uh, be. I, I, I do like, I, I almost thought what would be like, were you hired by Hiram? Turns out the man was none of these things, for the man was not there. No, it was an actual boy. A 14-year-old looking boy. Because we keep saying Archie is a boy. This is a boy. This boy is a boy. Archie was once a boy. Now he's almost a man. But this boy is a, a boy. This boy is a boy. And he took his dad's car and he drove it. And he doesn't even have a license yet. Which, let's not forget, at the end of the first season, when Luke Perry Andrews was shot by the Black Hood, Archie also did not have a license. And he drove his father's truck to the hospital. That's true. And now Archie's like, wait, what? A father protecting his son? Oh, no. So he sits on a rock. And he has feelings about this. And thank God FP did something right. <laughs> FP, FP, after getting off the phone with Archie, called Jughead. I was like, Jughead, I messed up. I told Archie everything. I called Archie first. You need to go to him. <laughs> I really, maybe I should have filtered this through you instead of telling the grieving kid the exact name of the person who killed his father. But come on, I want to be involved in this plot line somehow. Archie explains to Jughead that he's so conflicted. It's a dad saving a son, just like Luke Perry Andrews does all the time. And Archie would have saved Luke Perry Andrews. Dads is dads. Yeah. Uh, Archie has this one moment where he goes, I'm a terrible son. And this is a pretty great moment where the three, like Jughead, Betty, and Veronica, all look at each other. And it's it's the sort of the, the idea is like, all right, he's doing that again. I think it's Veronica's turn to... Pull him out of this spiral. And what he says is, well, I threatened a man. My dad would be so ashamed of me. I did not turn the other cheek about his death at all. And Veronica's like, okay, you just need to take your dad home. He's very proud of the man you've become. Your dad has actively, your dad has also actively threatened people who have threatened you. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, how you be a child slash father. I was kind of hoping at this moment they would have, like... And the problem is, once again, because it's... Because this is secretly Luke Perry, they mm-hmm. couldn't have a moment where she was like, your dad also wasn't perfect. He, like, you know, he did this and these things, but... I will say, Riverdale writing team... Yeah. You could have done that, because the Glee episode 100% did that. Yeah. Because a character is not a person... Although Luke Perry was Luke Perry Andrews, the character was yeah. was essentially perfect. They, they they gave him a few moments of essentially like, uh, I guess fatherly rage. Um, but he but like but like when when did he do something that was not perfect? No, but I mean I mean he never actually actively did like actively did, but he did things that were definitely were like he th- he's threatened people. He is he has threatened like Hiram. I which which I which is perf which yes is like I TV. will argue though that no child has ever seen him do any of those things. Yeah, he has not done it in front of Veronica or Archie or I don't think any of the kids have seen him get his rage on. So I All would right, actually argue that it is reasonable for the kids to think he's perfect. No, that's that's fair. That's 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 fair enough as well. I will also remind you the show. Doesn't care about who knows information and who doesn't. So no one knows any information. That's how they do. <laughs> with with some with some people, everyone knows everything. With other people, they're just like, "No, nah, we don't know anything about that person." 
Anyway, so this does make Archie feel better. So Archie and Veronica take the hearse home. Betty and Jughead take the truck. And as they roll into town, they come across FP. And FP's been waiting for them because he would like to give Fred Andrews' body a police escort. I'm sorry, I almost uh, made made you punch a man, but uh, please escort. Turns out they have taken over the 4th of July parade. And and it's now a welcome home Fred parade. They made it a Fred of July parade. And they all have signs that are like, welcome back. You should have been mayor. We voted the wrong person in. (laughs) Our current mayor's in jail. We don't have a mayor right now. I guess she's... No, she's not the mayor anymore. She's she's in prison. They did not go through any impeachment hearings on screen. And we saw when that happened with Sierra McCoy. No, wait. Sierra McCoy stepped down. She stepped out. She was not impeached. Also, can you impeach a mayor? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that you're just like, no, you're in jail now. We need a new... You're, we we have stripped you of your mayorhood. Perhaps Molly Ringwald Andrews is the mayor. I don't know. Um, then we like we cut through the crowd and you see a bunch of the people. Um, for some reason, Tony Topaz is just holding a baby. And then when they arrive at the Andrews house, for some reason, the entire Keller McCoy clan is there <laughs> for hugging. I don't, I don't know why Jelly Bean... Had to be at the parade, but Mayor, Mc- but not Mayor uh, McCoy could be at the house because Jelly Beans with her friends. But uh, but I I don't I feel like considering how Jughead is in the car, it seems weird that Mc- I don't feel like they have that much of a connection to Miss McCoy, Lawyer McCoy. I guess she did try to help Archie get out of jail with Molly Ringwald. And I think Lawyer McCoy is friends with Molly Ringwald. I think, I think you know what? I'll take that. And, um... <laughs> you solved this problem for me. Man Keller, who has no job, was best friends. <laughs> no, yeah, he makes sense. Luke Perry. And I guess he and her are married. Okay, I can see the... <laughs> they are married. I can see the connection how we get there. Josie's also there. She's back for She's this episode. not so, on the show, but... So she can sing at the, uh, at the funeral. And all the boys... Even Reggie are pallbearers. <laughs> Even Reggie. <laughs> then Archie does a eulogy. And at first it seems dumb because he's talking about how Luke Perry Andrews built this town. But then we realize he means literally. 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 <laughs> he was just like. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's actually very sweet. He did build a lot of the town with his construction company. Yeah, yes, yeah, his construction company. <laughs> Great work, Archie. Uh,. All right, then the circuit's wrapped up here. Uh, Veronica goes to try to pay the funeral cost, but turns out it was already paid by Hiram. How does Hiram still have money in jail? Well, I'm going to point out, they brought the body back. Yeah. So how much could the costs have been at this point? Much less than $9,000. Now they had to buy the plot and things like that. Um... So, yeah, I guess Hiram did that. Then we got cut over to Betty, who's looking at her own dad's grave. Which, and it is desecrated. Yeah, they, they say the Black Hood rot, rots in hell. I think people have been drinking around it and smashing bottles. I mean, to be fair, he does. I, I, I'm, I said this as we are watching, like, you might have wanted to consider an unmarked grave. That's what they tend to do with serial killers or, like, any sort of thing. That they give or, them, like, a pseudonym? Yeah. They literally give, anything? Yeah, they give them unmarked graves. or Something some like that so people don't do exactly that. Go hang out in graveyards and vandalize graves. Uh, and meanwhile, as this is all going on, Jughead tries to write 
an obituary. And he writes a great one. It starts with the facts, where we learn that, uh, I didn't think this was clear in the flashback, but Luke Perry Andrews is a state baseball champion. Yeah. <laughs> and we thought they broke the timeline, but the timeline is fine. No, they, they gave an age, they, and the age was blah, 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 18, and we were like, oh, God. But no, it was he took over his dad's business at 18. Yeah, it says he took over his bad, dad's business at 18, got married, and had a kid. I'm like, okay, no, you're saying that he – this happened at 18. The other things happened at another time. In his 30s. In his 30s. <laughs> but don't worry. Everyone's going to read the newspaper. Everyone has feels. Every, Hermione has feelings in jail. Hermione, who's in jail. People who couldn't be in this episode were reading this newspaper. So you got Hermione in jail. You got Hiram working out in jail because that's all he does. Alice is uh, somewhere, and her nails she's are the, grown out, but she looks beautiful. She's in, she looks like she's in the 1970s, considering that background. That's also what the farm looks like, though. That's true. And then uh, all the kids go to uh, you know the. Well, I mean, I guess they're all no wait because they went there and they left. So yeah, they all go to the uh, the Andrews household. And where... Archie brings out his mom, who's been busy looking at photos, and it turns out that. Cheryl's thing she wanted to do was to buy fireworks and set off a fun backyard fireworks display. I think the thing she wanted to do was do the parade. No, it's the fi- she sets off the fireworks. I know she does set off the fireworks, but the thing she wanted to do was the parade. The thing she wanted to do was the fireworks. I think she wanted to do both of them. I thought FP did the parade and I thought that she did the fireworks. No, she definitely did the parade. That's why she's the first one you see in the parade. I definitely thought FP did the parade. <laughs> there was also, like, a little bit of a throwback that there was, like, one year when Archie was a kid, the fireworks show was canceled. He talks about this in the eulogy. Yeah. And so his dad did backyard fireworks. So, yeah. anyway, I thought Cheryl's thing was a throwback to that. But the great thing with TV is, I guess, we can have different interpretations. Nah, who cares? <laughs> Archie, go- Archie, after he talks to Veronica, and he's like, no, I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to be this. I'm like, yeah, we we know, Archie. That's all you ever be. You're a good boy, Archie. They have a very cute conversation where he says, imagine if everyone was even half as good as my father was. And Veronica says, you already are. And he says, she- <laughs> not yet. First, I have to go to my garage. Then she whispers, we wouldn't have a TV show. Can you imagine a show where everyone is just really nice and gets along? That's, not, that's not even fun for our podcast. Well, there have been some OC episodes where everyone just got along. Like the one where uh, Ryan turned 18. That was a cute, sweet episode. (laughs) I don't know if everyone got along in the episode where (laughs) she turned 18. What do you think happened in that episode? I don't remember that episode now. I mean, I know it was very recent. Yeah, it's because nothing happened. They just all got along. (laughs) Seth really wanted to throw a party. I mean, Seth kind of, like, was a jerk to Ryan by making that party about him. But you're right, they did get along, at least. Ryan knows what Seth is about. What, what, isn't the entire crux of the episode that Ryan and Marissa cannot figure out what to do with each other? But then they figure out how to get along. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, he invites her to the party. She doesn't go. Well, she does. She, she goes to have sex with Volchuk. That was a different episode. I just assume every episode ends with her having sex with Volchuk, whether you see it or not. This episode does not end with Archie having sex with Volchuk, though. It does make me question how Archie bought, like, we've seen the jalopy before. Yep. But it's like a 1920s, like, Model T. No, it it, it is the, ni- it is like the 19, is the one from, like, the Archie comics, where which were taped in the 1960s. So having that car did it wasn't as confusing. In 2019, that car is 100 years old. And it was 
very expensive, I'm sure. I'm ima- so I don't know how he got it. I'm imagining that's why they don't drive it. I don't think that car is mobile. They have done a lot of work on it, though. I mean, you might have seen it in one episode, but there's also a chance that there might have been another car essentially pulling it off screen. Like... I mean mean in real life. I don't mean in the show. I mean in real life. The car might not be mobile. Well, it probably is. We have an uncle. Our mom's uncle, who has some very old cars, and they're mobile. Yeah, but I mean, does he have like an old... Yeah, he has a Model T. Is it mobile? Yeah. Oh, all right. He wants to change the engine. Yeah. Okay. Some people are good at cars. No, no, I understand Not that. Me, but... I, I understand that, but I don't know why they would make the, make a car for this show mobile. Yes, <laughs> doesn't need to be, unless it does. <laughs> oh man, the car chase scene. We'll find out this season. Coming up this season, Archie drives the <laughs> jalopy a lot. Coming up this season, Archie doing things, then saying they're all in the memory of his father. Archie saying that. Uh, what did we say they were at? It, not his father's memory, his father's... Honor? Honor. But it's actually his memory? <laughs> Accurate. Also coming up, that bear. Also coming up, superheroes. <laughs> I, all I could think of is that th- thing where he's like, you're not gonna go and fight crime. Like, somehow he gets spandex, you're not gonna go fight crime. Like, no, I need a mask. I'm like, is this gonna be it? Is this the thing that makes him want to go fight crime? He's like, ah, oh, my father's killer got away. Is he literally going to be half Batman? But he already did that. I know. <laughs> when he made the red circle, or whatever it was called. But to be fair, that wasn't because his dad was dead. At that point, he was a quarter Batman. That was because his dad's assailant was... got away. <laughs> well, that was injured. <sighs> man, Hal there... Cooper. Man, there's a... there's a lot. But that's the entire episode. As I said, there's not honestly... Like, a whole lot that goes on, and it's... it's... If we hadn't shouted at each other about Veronica and Reggie breaking up or not breaking up, this episode would be, like, 40 minutes long. I don't know why it's so hard for you to do, because they they broke up up off screen. I didn't say they didn't break up off screen. I said, when did they break up? Presumably after that whole survive the night situation. Which, again, Reggie's chillness is irrational. No, I I agree. (laughs) So, my question was... When and then my second question was, how is this this? I think I, I think well, I think what it, what it really comes down to is that I guess I just don't care. I do care because I would like characters' interactions with each other to make sense and to be motivated, and for there to be repercussions to people's actions. I do find I do find like at the, the this show has put me, puts me in a weird state. And I think like we're getting it because we're going back into it for the first time after being off for. A long time um, that uh, the thing I have to get, get used to Riverdale is that Riverdale at the same time will be exactly what I think it is, but constantly disappoint me. And I just want it to be better. Also, this, like in real life and also on the TV show, I want people to have repercussions to their actions. <laughs> if you do a bad thing, like tell someone you're going to date them and then immediately fall in love with someone else, you do have to deal with the fact that person might not be very nice to either of you for a while until they get used to it. Yeah, and I and I agree with that. I think the problem is that once again, we have yet to see Veronica really do wrong. And it's infuriating. Because that because that that was that is outwardly a terrible thing to do to a person to not not only to reggie to archie as well because the first time she was just like oh i'm sorry he was here first and then she was like oh no wait we're almost gonna die <laughs> I've sp- now I, now that i've spent time with you and reminded myself that i like you 
As I, I, I think I think this episode. The problem with this episode is that they had to make an episode where everybody was kind of just like being super nice. Like the re- the reason why they couldn't show too much of Hiram in any of them is that any of the real like conflict characters. I mean, the most you got was Cheryl at the beginning, and then that was instantly done because the idea being that now that Luke Perry's dead. I keep saying Luke Perry because this episode is really about that versus mm-hmm. Fred Andrews. Um, everyone sort of was like being nice to each other. I'm going to let you finish, but the solution is don't Reggie. Just don't have Reggie in the episode? Yeah. I mean, I agree. They probably could have like... I, but it's not that they really are like upscaling Reggie. He could have been Kevin Keller, I think. That could have been Kevin Keller. Or no one. <laughs> they just, Aaron, you do, where would they get a hearse from? Why do they need a hearse? You can fit a... A, would they have really brought the body back in a coffin? B, you're trying to tell me that they didn't have a vehicle they could borrow from the police station or a truck. Yeah, I mean, yes, there's... I mean, The this, fact that Reggie has a hearse is more insane I mean, at that than point, anything else. At that point, I think we should really get into this... Aaron. Yes, Kevin. What's your CW moment? Do I have a CW moment? Do I have a moment where for no reason whatsoever a character who should not be a part of this episode logically has the most dramatic car possible, a hearse? And I am not picking that moment. (laughs) What I am picking is when for no reason they do the Lord's Prayer. (laughs) There was not a more specific... (laughs) prayer they could do no, they, one that is not for children going to sleep no yeah they did <laughs> as i lay me down to rest <laughs> this is really the one we're gonna be doing right now all right i mean they also they just met that woman she could be crazy she wasn't no. and that's sad that's I, I, a real missed opportunity i wanted to look it up for what her care to make sure it was shannon doherty do what her character name is woman wow <laughs> i don't love that Name her Susan or something. <laughs> nope, she's woman. She's not even woman on road. <laughs> Susan, I'm so sad that you made Luke Perry dead. It's not your fault. Nope. But... She, I mean, to be fair, she knows it's not her fault. Yeah, no, she, we're not going to see her again. Never. <laughs> that was that was not Shannon Doherty is now in the episode. That was, hey, Shannon Doherty and Luke Perry were a big part of, you know, 90210, so... She's around. She's filming this new 90210 show, which yeah. is apparently very weird. Yeah. Kevin, what's your CW moment? Um, mine has to be... I mean, we talked about it, and the way that happened was that when Archie was... When they're like, okay, I have to go get the body uh, ready. It'll take two to three hours. And he's like, you can come back. You can go get lunch and come back around noon. And I was like, oh, can I see the body? And I'm like, okay, Archie wants to see the body. Fine. But then, like... They're, like, walking towards the door, then all of a sudden there's a cut, and Betty and Veronica go in. Like, he now... He did pause and give a longing look. Was <laughs> that not clear? No, 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 yes. He, does, he gives the longing look, and then, like, this funeral guy looks up, and it's just Betty and Veronica standing there. They're like, Archie didn't want to come in, but we're going to look. I think the most <laughs> CW component of, component of that scene is the fact that on July 4th, 
Veronica is wearing her Grim Reaper cape. Really, what comes down is there's a lot of stuff in that moment that are weird. There is there is the fact that Veronica has entered a funeral home dressed as the Grim, Re- Grim Reaper, uh, but also just like I don't this the whole scene of like oh we are like seeing the body but no Archie doesn't actually want to and they sort of kind of did that change off screen but someone's got to see the body is like I almost been fine if he, if he just decides like no actually I can't I can't do this and that would have been a also a strong moment but for him to be like I can't do this Betty you've seen a lot of corpses <laughs> do you think they did it for us and like yes most of the audience knows that Luke Perry is dead but just to make it like unambiguous for the audience that no, it's him. He's not coming back because every other dead body on the show has had to be um, I think, seen by a character on screen. I think a lot of the ways have been treated, and I think just having FP be the one to be like, yes, no, it's for sure him. They sent me a photo or something like that. I guess so. I guess just with Riverdale being Riverdale, and even though we know Luke Perry can't come back because Luke yeah, Perry is it, dead, it, I guess it's fair to the storytelling devices they've used I don't know for it, it to be confirmed on screen it feels like a weird way to like get it, it felt almost like a way to get Archie and Jughead alone but that was just a scene for Archie to ask Jughead to do the obituary so I'm not this this, this let's be honest this episode had a lot of padding to mm-hmm. it like they had they had one thing they wanted to do and they needed to stretch it out to 42 minutes because usually they do like five storylines in one episode and instead, they're doing one memorial service. I don't disagree with you, but I like my headcanon. Yeah, but you always bring up your headcanon whenever well, I bring up these No. Things. I mean, I take most of your criticisms <laughs> of the show in stride. But I, I think it's a fair statement to say that on this TV show, we have had to have corpses unambiguously identified on camera <laughs> by a character. You said, you said you need, we need someone to look at the camera and be like, no, they are fully 100% dead. Yeah, and I mean, you know, any other character, if we didn't have, like, if this was FP who was dead and we knew that Skeet Ulrich was wandering around there in the world, <laughs> we would need a character to look at the body and say, nope, that's FP. I don't know, there were a lot of times where the characters died and I just fully accepted it because I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah, that makes sense. What character? Who died? And stay dead without us seeing them. Name me one. <laughs> Name me one. I, I fully believe that, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Hal's dead now. No one was like, she just looked at his grave. We no, saw we, him get we shot. Saw, we saw him die. They confirmed his body was dead. Mmm. But we, did we see someone go there, go to the body and be like, look, you yeah. don't see it, but I see it. We did. <laughs> I don't think we got that with Hal. It was very clear. Also, honestly, if Chick had died in that moment, I also would have been like, sure. Yeah. No, you know I what? absolutely would not. I'd be waiting for him to come back. <laughs> he would come back forever. Yes. I think, once again, that's what I mean by this show has this amazing ability to, bo- to both, like, be exactly what I expect it to be, but also constantly shock me. I appreciate they're keeping their insane internal logic consistent. <laughs> Even in their episode that has nothing to do with their internal logic or their internal storytelling. The, the non-canon episode. Well, not non-canon. He is he is fully dead. So it's not this non-canon. It's just not related to the story. Yeah. It's kind of filler. It's, kind it's of a bottle episode. episode. It is. With, with them going many places, is a yeah. bottle episode. Yeah. I mean, I agree with what you said. Because like, you thought it was going to be the second episode. And I almost think it should have been. 
Yeah, I didn't think it would be the first one. It really does feel like they sent you like, let's get this out of the way. Season four. Like, this is kind of, let's be honest, it's kind of a lame opening for season four. Well, and that's why I was surprised because, again, to go back to Glee, which is maybe obnoxious, they gave two episodes, because he died, like, Cory Monteith died before they started filming yeah. season four, I think. Yeah. Um, And they gave two episodes, and then he was killed in the third episode. So they had time to, like... Set up the season. Yeah. And, and I almost wish they would have done that, which they would have set up. But I think they're probably doing a whole bunch of character things that would have put them in different positions. Yeah, we'll see. Next episode, maybe it'll be August. Yeah. I, I'm I'm always even considering next episode as, as, like, the first episode of the season, really. Yes. Because we because we know the we know like the third or fourth one's October is is it's Halloween we're gonna get a huge jump in time and it's gonna be next episode and it's gonna be Labor Day weekend surprise <laughs> surprise all right well uh, we're gonna wrap up here so uh, hey if you like this episode you give us a rating review subscription Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Play or wherever you find us you should talk to Kevin on Twitter at Strawman K Weir and you should talk to me on Twitter at a flimsy plan blog. <laughs> Or you could talk to both of us at Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. Just talk to the dog that's been barking in the background. The dog's very upset that there's no one up there. Conveniently, Kevin sounds loud in my ears. So maybe you also cannot hear the dog. No, you for, for, they, for sure you, can, you and the audience are going to hear the dog. We're just going to push through this with that dog barking. That You've heard him for the last pot. Wow, we're just going to push through this. Um, we'll see you next week. Mystery at Tires and Abs. That's us. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Podcast MOA stuff. Uh, at I podcast. already said that. Oh, I wasn't listening. I was listening to the dog. <laughs> Goodbye. So what? Uh, who will? When the town. Mm. Uh, just take the questions that we asked at the end of the last season and ask them again because they're probably still fit in. Yeah. Do that. Right. Well, for uh, answers to those questions, join us next... Oh! Is Reggie mad at Archie and Veronica because of the breakup thing? Join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast.